When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. You know what? I think I think an occasion like this, knowing the order in which the Vikings play their opponents, warrants the flag. Get the flag. It was ready. It's been ready all afternoon. I've got it warmed up, ready to go. It's flag time. All the victories that are going to come along with the waving of the flag. That's right. Look at all the victories on this screen right now. And by the way, yes, we on the we're live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel here. Purple Daily Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Thank you guys for making this one of the most consumed football podcasts in America. We said we don't trust anyone out there. These leaked schedules. You never know. You can never trust anyone. So we said, we're going to wait for the official email from the NFL and from the Vikings, and, and we will share that on the screen. So what you are looking at is literally a screen share on the YouTube channel from our inbox from Vikings Public Relations. Mm-hmm. You can see it because in the background, you can see it's like my my Gmail. You can see uh, you can see literally a, a glimpse into old Macadac's Gmail right here. Which yeah, is a very dangerous, dark place. But uh, we're going to pick the schedule. We're going to give you some observations here. We're uh, we're hanging out, presented by our friends at TCL. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, always stunning picture quality. TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at TCL.com. Old Macadac just had a massage. About an hour ago, Judd, and uh, he's feeling relaxed and ready to break down the schedule here. Oh, God, I've been waiting all day for this. And the leaks, I'm shocked, but the the, uh, last couple leaks I saw were spot on, spot on accurate. The league used to crack down on this. They used to be very territorial. I feel like they've let their guard down in 2023. They may need to crack down if they they want to keep this because it's like, in all the teams, the Vikings are tweeting like, "Go to NFL Network right now to see the schedules." Like, well, yeah. everyone, everyone's already seen. Yeah, you don't really need to do that. And and they're they're going to break down the entire thing. So like, they'll barely talk about individual teams unless it's like the Chiefs, right? Yeah, that's where we. So come this show, this show is where it's at because we're only going to talk about one team. Yes. So okay, like, give me before we because we will go through game by game and we will pick the schedule for the fourth time now this off season. We picked it three times before we knew the order, and now we will pick it a fourth time. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest? There's a million takeaways here, but like, what is 
Should we? I guess should we just go through it too, just real quick? So, sure. Home Tampa Bay. Uh, that's a noon start time. Let me pull this up. Pull up the times. Week one, and then you get immediately get yeah. that week two road game at Philadelphia in prime time. On so Amazon. just on Amazon. Yep, just a quick turnaround. Boom! One of the best teams in the NFL on the road, a place that Vikings fans love to frequent and get full beer cans thrown at their heads. Yeah, yeah make sure to wear your purple jerseys there. The Philadelphia fans love it. Just wear a yeah, just wear a Greg Lewis Eagles jersey and. You know, let, let that be your Vikings uh, fandom. So uh, then you get the the mini bye week into a home game against the Chargers week three. That's a noon game. I'll, these are noon kickoffs unless otherwise said here. And then at Carolina and Adam Thielen in week four, home against the Chiefs. In, it looks like a standalone 325 game on CBS for week five. At Chicago Bears, your first division game in week six. Then you come home to face the Niners on a Monday night. This is now your your second primetime game, this Monday night football against the Niners in week seven. And then a short week at Green Bay, your first game against the Packers and at Lambeau Field. You don't have to play a December game at Lambeau here in week eight. Then at Falcons week nine, home against the Saints week 10, at the Denver Broncos in primetime Sunday night football. Better be making hay during this portion of the schedule, gentlemen. Better be making hay. We'll definitely talk about this stretch of the schedule. Home against Dub Bears to wrap up your home and home against the Bears. Primetime. Primetime game, Monday night. So back-to-back Sunday and Monday night games. Then you get a very late week 13 bye on December 3rd, followed by back-to-back road games at the Raiders and then at the Bengals, and that Bengals game is kind of a TBD because that's when they start doing Saturday games. So it could be a Saturday game, could be a Sunday game uh, the week before Christmas. And then you get your first back-to-back home games on December 24th, Christmas Eve against the Lions, and then Sunday night football against the Packers on New Year's Eve, followed by another matchup with the Lions. So two games against the Lions in the final three weeks and the day and the time are to be determined because the NFL sets that uh, once they know who's in the mix for division. So you wrap it up at the Lions. What's your guys' biggest schedule takeaway? Uh, it's two. It's twofold. So last year, in the first five games that the Vikings played, they played division opponents three times. They opened against the Packers at home. They won there. They played the Lions at home in week three. They won that game, and they played the Bears, I think, in week five. If you look at this schedule, there is only one NFC North game in the first six weeks, and then where it gets interesting is, I looked this up. The last time the Vikings did not close against a division rival was back way back in 2009 when they closed against the Giants. Since then, after that, starting in 2010, the league went to basically uh, division opponents, And then they went to -to back-to-back, and now they've extended it, I think this is the Mm -hmm. first time ever, to -to back-to-back-to-back. So what strikes me is the change in in the actual division schedule, and those last three games indicate to me that a lot of people that work for the, the league and do the schedule are pretty convinced that the Lions and Vikings are going to be duking it out for the division title. So the big difference is, the big difference is, the first portion now basically doesn't give you much of your division at all. The last portion is going to become very intriguing. Um, can that Packers game be flexed out? 
Absolutely. On December thirty first, you know, because yes. if the Packers are ho- are hopelessly out, that's a really uh, that's a really good spot to have a game. That and game's, I got that game's going to get flexed for. And I got to think sure. that that might go from a night start to an afternoon start. But it's the division, it's the change in in who you're facing and when in your division that really stands out to me. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, at the probably the amount of primetime games they got here. They got a lot of primetime five, games. Five primetime games. Thirteen mm-hmm. wins, man. And no one's guaranteed a Thursday night football game anymore. So the fact that they were given one, and also, I guess my I guess my opening takeaway is this: if you fall into a trap at home against the Bucks to start the season, you're going to be zero and two pretty damn quick. That's my so we got a, tra- a trap take. game in week one versus the Bucks, who you're going to be heavily favored against. If you stumble for whatever reason in week, week weird thing weird teams win on week one. So all of a sudden you have to go to Philly on a short week. You're now 0-2. Yes, I will be Buzz Killington in my uh, first taste of this schedule. That could be very easily 0-2 pretty damn quick. Yeah, I think so. My main schedule takeaway just at first glance, and I'm I'm sure as I think more about it, maybe this will change, but we already knew the teams they were playing. So we already knew there were some really tough opponents on paper, right? Chiefs and Niners and Joe Burrow and the, the Bengals and even that at Broncos game with Sean Payton, like there's some tough games on this schedule, but the way it's laid out is kind of brutal for the Vikings. So right, right away you get Eagles short week road game. Have fun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very tough. And then you get, so here's another tricky one. So the San Francisco game being on a Monday night, obviously like beating San Francisco is hard enough as it is, but the week after teams play San Francisco is statistically really really hard too because they beat you up teams that played san francisco were like two and 15 or something last year the week after and so you get them on a monday night and then have to go on the road packers which you should be favored but it's a short week and you're beat up that's tough then you get a week 13 by so if there's things that need to be tweaked the self-scouting week all that stuff you don't get that until the season is basically three quarters of the way over in the early part of December and the first time the Vikings play and the only time they play back-to-back home games is at the end of December. They, they don't play back-to-back home games until the end of the season, basically. And some of this is because it's, it's the NFC team's year. It's, it's across the board for the NFC that, that you get eight home games, nine road games. So it's not like the lions are in a different boat in that regard, but um, it's just kind of like, wow, this it's already stacked with road games and you don't get to sleep in your own bed unless you count the bye week in week 13. Cause you go home game into a bye for back-to-back weeks until the end of December. So a lot, to, I think a lot to my first glance is there's a lot to overcome oh, with this that. schedule. Now, the, oh, the now we thing, get the Declan schedule here. Yeah. And yeah, Declan, by the way, you good. did a phenomenal oh, job with you. this graphic. Oh, I just want that to be clear yeah. for the audience. Like one thing I might have I changed, have changed oh, never a mind. thing never with this mind. graphic. <laughs> no, this is great work. I mean, there's a couple of things that well, I see, but I, I, I don't mean, want to I'm, talk I'm about looking them. looking right now. I didn't really so, do a good job proofing like I usually do. So uh, I, I, I have also uh, um, posted a four-point column breaking down this schedule at vikingswire.com. But one thing that I point out that's pretty important here, you guys, and it's a positive, is this. There is one game where the vikings potentially play in the cold in december cincinnati okay besides that the only other game where i think 
the weather, un- unless there's some unforeseen storm or something, where it could cause issues would be the November 19th game at Denver. Yeah. Maybe, but probably yeah. not. It I don't could, know. Like De- Denver's weird, I don't know. but it can snow there. It, it could be 60 degrees there. So, But the point is, that Packers game being done, the Bears game at Chicago being done, um, for an offensive coach that obviously likes to have things as perfect as possible for his quarterback, Kevin O'Connell has to love the part that the Bengals game is really the only one that might be tricky. And, you know, besides that, it goes um, indoors against the Bears, indoors against Vegas. Bengals is tough. Lions indoors, Packers in- indoors, and then at Ford Field to end. So I do think it's a very favorable schedule as far as offensive play calling potentially and not being faced with the adversity of trying to play in Chicago or in Green Bay late in the season. Well, can we zoom that out to the, not literally, but like just to the whole schedule? Because the Vikings historically are not a great outdoor team on the road, outdoors. They don't, they actually don't play well, regardless of what the roster makeup is. They just, they haven't played well since the 70s on grass or outdoors. And so let's see, at Eagles is outdoors, Panthers is outdoors, Bears, Packers, that's four, I guess Broncos, and then Bengals. So you do have Mm -hmm. six outdoor games, but most of them are in the early part. If you can, this feels like a schedule where if you can just weather a storm early, don't trip up against the Bucks. that Chargers game at home is going to be a sneaky one. Yep. But if you can take care of the teams you're supposed to, like Bucks, Panthers, I still think the Bears fall into that category. The Packers and the Falcons should fall into that category. Once you get to like that Packers, Falcons, Week 8, Week 9, Saints, okay, Broncos, Bears, bye week, Raiders, that's the haymaking. The middle of the middle of the schedule from like week after the Niners game, going into week eight through your bye at Raiders, um, late October through early December. That's the stretch where you need to go like five and one. Absolutely. And also, Brian Flores, come on down. Week two, Hurts. Week three, Herbert. Week five, Mahomes. So like week, we're week week seven cousins. That's that secondary. <laughs> that secondary <laughs> is going to get tested, um, and because it, it's weird. If you look, if you look at this, I think Fields is going to be good. I would not certainly put him in the category of the three guys that I just named. But if you look at this, once you get past Mahomes, potentially, like the next what scary quarterback is probably not until Burrow in week fifteen. At yeah. Cincinnati. So, like, if you can, again, to use your term, Phil, if you can weather that quarterback storm, you should be, as far as that goes, in decent shape. But, I mean, that's going to be a, a, a tree, a gauntlet of three QBs who your sort of inexperienced secondary, or at least the cornerbacks, are going to have to play really, really well. Oh, no. Uh, someone just pointed out that, uh, man, you, Declan came close to nailing this graphic, but that the dates on the first two games are slightly off, that it's September 10th against the Bucks and it's September 14th against oh, the Eagles. There we go. And then we get September 24th. Declan was pitching a, a near-perfect game there yep. with this graphic nice. and just That's a got, nice got tripped up with the uh, September dates there. Shout out to the Purple so. Daily listeners. 
So hopefully you guys can manage as you're looking at the schedule. But oh, so he appreciates them. He appreciates oh, yeah. the listeners. <laughs> but when <laughs> Phil pointed something out, Amazing. damn. So, um, all right, we're going to pick this schedule, and we see a lot of you guys are throwing in the YouTube comment sections. I've seen some people say five wins. Really? Five wins? Five? If, if people stay five healthy, if people stay healthy, we'll go through and pick, pick the games here in just a moment. But a shout-out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company for helping keep the lights on here, for better or worse, at Purple Daily and across Score North. We appreciate their partnership. If you're a business owner, and even furthermore, if you are a next generation business owner, so maybe you're taking over a company from your parents, your family, or maybe you are a uh, a higher up business leader inside of a company and you're on the rise, Federated Insurance works very closely with all kinds of business owners, but next generation business owners. So find out if the industry you work in matches the industries they specialize in at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. And a shout-out to our new friends at 3Jack, one of our favorite places in the North Loop, Minneapolis. So let me uh, put three things together for you in a picture here. Great drinks, great food, and golf simulators, folks. Those are all of my favorite, favorite things right there, man. Look, yeah, you can actually play different courses around. You can actually, uh, you know, put up dartboards. You can do different things in those golf sims. And if you want to put Kirk Cousins' face up there, too, that's that's you're more than welcome to do that. They actually put the games on for you there at 3Jack. Maybe you want to snack on some of these nachos or the steak sandwich that I also had there, which oh. was phenomenal. Oh, so you have great food. You have great golf simulators, a great mm-hmm. beer selection. Beer. I mean, those are, to, to Phil's point, those are all of my favorite things. I know they're all favorite uh, of things of Phil and Judd's too. Uh, so go to 3jack.com. You can book an appointment for a simulator. They also have some great golf leagues too. If you want to get some swings in maybe during uh, your lunch break or during the weekend when you want to get an extra uh, swing of golfs in, go to 3jack and 3jack.com. All right, guys. Should we pick it? Should we do yeah. this right here? Uh, I've been waiting all day. Oh. Sunday night. The uh, God, there's so many tentacles. We'll do more schedule talk tomorrow too, but the the holiday slate. We've got our full three Christmas day slate of games. God, Raiders that. chiefs at noon giants, Eagles at three 30 and then Ravens 49ers in seven fifteen. Thanksgiving Packers, Lions, Commanders, Cowboys, Niners, Seahawks. So the Niners play on Christmas and Thanksgiving this year. They can really pull the Judd and get away from their family. I think within the next five years, we, we will have, well, no, with, within the next, Two years or so, I think we will have the ability to flex Monday nights, and they've talked about this Thursday nights. Within the next five years, they will flex Christmas Day. Can we flex it around? Can we flex Monday nights this year? I don't think you can yet. Okay, I'm not positive on that. that. I might be wrong there, but they talked about so. So when they agreed that you could appear on Thursday night twice in a season. The actual goal is to flex that game as well. Okay. So all I'm saying is that the Christmas Day bonanza might get more attractive because I don't think the league's really concerned about families. I don't think the league's really concerned no, about people. The league, the league only cares about the league. About us watching the games, yeah. kicking back on the couch. All right, let's go okay. through here. Keep track of your own wins and losses, and we'll tally up at the end. But we'll start with a week one trap game, a home game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, noon, CBS. It's a win. It's a win. Baker Mayfield starts for the Bucs. I think the Bucs are going to be terrible, as I've been saying on purpose, though. 
Um, I also don't think O'Connell year two is going to have his team get trapped, at least not in this game. Vikings come away with what I'm going to say is a fairly convincing win at home. Yeah, it's it's a win. I'm just I'd like to point out though again, weird th- weird teams win on week one every year. Weird rant. Oh, hey, have you seen what the remember like when mm-hmm. the Bucks went uh, two and zero? I think with Ryan Fitzpatrick even the year before Brady came in or two year whatever year that was, and everyone was kind of buying some Buck stock. Weird teams win on week one and they stumble. Hell, I think the okay. Bengals started zero and two last season before end up obviously being in the AFC title mm-hmm. game as well. So weird things can happen. This is a win for me, uh, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if it gets a little wonky. But it's a win. I think the fact that the Buccaneers are just, like it's the Buccaneers are bringing in new quarterback. They've just got a bunch of chaos happening, and the Vikings' offense is essentially the exact same personnel with the exact same system: head coach, coordinator, quarterback, continuity. It's a home game continuity will win out even though you're right week one gets weird i don't think this game falls into the weird category so it's a win for the vikings and then five minutes later on thursday night the vikings travel to philadelphia to face the eagles in prime time on amazon prime unfortunately i can't do it um you know it'd be nice upset avenge a week two loss in prime time on monday night last year uh but i can't the Vikings will come away from this game one and one. Yeah, it's just an L. I know I'm actually probably doing this in reverse order on people. How are they watching on the screen? But it's an L. It's a loss. It's a it's an easy loss for me. Short week, tough place to play. And the funny thing is, there's always a Super Bowl hangover between one of the two teams that go to the Super Bowl every year. You'd like to think it's not the Chiefs because they have Pat Mahomes. So is it the Eagles? So this is a win for the Vikings. Oh. For a few different reasons. Declan touched on one of them. The team that goes to the Super Bowl and loses, this isn't like the NBA where you go through the different steps and you finally get there and then you you get the doorstep and you lose. Teams that get to the Super Bowl and lose, it's really hard to get up and get back. The Eagles lost a bunch of key players in free agency. I think they get off to a slow start this year. It's a short week, not only for the Vikings, but for the Eagles as well. And again, continuity, Vikings bringing back the entire offense, the defense, I think it's good that there's no continuity. Just be more aggressive and fly around and be faster and younger. So mm-hmm. I have the Vikings beating the Eagles in week two to start two and O oh on this schedule, which brings wow. us to week three. Wow. Uh, update uh, per Schefter, the Monday night football schedule flex scheduling in 2023 is eligible to begin in week 12 when the Vikings host Ooh. the bears week 12. We will get. So Phil, what you said is correct. Flex scheduling starts in week 12 with that Vikings-Bears game. So There it is. Monday nights can change now, which I just absolutely love. People um, calling me a homer in the comment section here, too. Well, Philadelphia won. I, I get your logic. I just I can't do it. It's not um, a homer so, take. Trust me, like this is not a homer show in that regard. No, this I didn't a, think it's, it, a, it's a logical. The schedule doesn't play out the way that you think it will, and I'm telling you that something weird is going to happen early on, and this is it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Week okay, three. home against the Chargers, week three, noon, Fox. Eric Kendricks comes calling. That's not the problem. The problem is Justin Herbert. This is an O'Connell-Cousins shootout against um, against O'Connell's good friend, Brandon Staley, Declan's favorite coach, a former assistant at St. Thomas. And it goes down to the, the wire. But you know what? The Vikings at home pull out a win. Win. Win for me. Win for me too. Um, 
I think I'm like the only Justin Herbert guy that's not have both feet in the water yet. He's a generational guy. I think he's got a lot of talent, but is coaching holding him back? Is he holding himself back? He's got my guy, Kellen Moore as an OC now two down there with the chargers, which I love for him. Uh, but I think this is a win for the Vikings. They do win this game. Yeah, I also say it's a win for the Vikings. You get the extra few days to prepare for the game. There's something weird about this team. So I got them, yeah, I got them starting 3-0 and here. Wow. Sounds excited. That'd be great. This is great. Phil rips a guy for saying five wins, yeah. but then... You're just getting crucified But now then he the has the Vikings going into Philadelphia yeah. in week two and winning that game. Man, <laughs> it's football, man. Every game is like a six-point <laughs> spread at most. I don't know why people are so shocked oh, by this. All right, week four. At the Carolina Panthers, noon yeah. on Fox. Yeah, so Thielen goes off. Big game for him. Nine catches, 124 yeah. yards, two oh, touchdowns. Really? He hasn't had 100 yards in years, right? Dancing in the end zone. It's just the greatest day. He might retire immediately after <laughs> this game. But you know what? In the end, the personal stats don't matter. You know what matters. Wins and losses. Vikings win here. It's going to be a tough game. I think it's going to be very, very close. I am not predicting a blowout, but I think the Vikings win. I have them going to three and one. North Carolina is a transplant state. I know that uh, speaking from with my brother living there and everyone else just not being from there. So that's not a hostile environment by any means. Like it's Carolina. It, it, it's, it's not like you're going to Arrowhead. <laughs> you're not going to Lambeau, dude. I would actually bet there is a good contingent of purple in those stands uh, when the Vikings go there. This oh, is yeah. a win. I actually think of all the road games, this is one of the easier ones for me. We'll see what happens, obviously, with Bryce Young, if he's starting this game or not, or if it's hashtag QB1 Andy Dalton. Uh, but I have the Vikings regardless winning this game. This is a trap game, gentlemen. Uh, the, the Carolina Panthers have a real, actual adult head coach for the first time. This is an outdoor game on grass. Weird things happen, and people like, well, the Panthers were picking number one. Because they traded into the number one spot. The Panthers mm-hmm. are not actually one of the worst teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The Panthers won seven games last year. They are a feisty competitive team with a coaching upgrade and a plug-and-play franchise quarterback. They've got some weapons. I think this is a step in a, step in a mud hole loss for the Vikings at mm. Panthers in week four. So this is their first loss of the season for me, three and one. All right. We get to week five, and we go to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs coming to U.S. Bank Stadium, a 325 kickoff on CBS, so a featured game, a Jim Nance, Tony Romo game here, maybe. Yeah, which is death, which is absolute death, because whenever those two guys show up at the bank, guess what happens? The Vikings lose, Um, and in this game, they lose. This defense, look, if if they can weather the storm, a little bit, okay? That's great. But again, this is the end of a trio of really good QBs. The defense is going to be improved, but the cornerbacks are young still. Um, the Vikings lose. They fall to 3-2. and two. This is a loss for me. Um, Chiefs are damn good. I will say, though, even though there's a lot of ball game left in the season, this could be a statement win for the Vikings because I would have them going in 3-1 and one at this point. Now, all of a sudden, you're hosting the Super Bowl-winning Chiefs, best quarterback in the world on Patrick Mahomes. And I know it's at home, but regardless, you make a statement at home. It's a loss for me, but this has a lot of ramifications that if they're able to pull off a big win, it could be a big moment for the Vikings going forward. So this is interesting because Brian Flores actually has some experience flustering Patrick Mahomes with that Miami team a couple years ago. 
So I wouldn't be shocked if, if Brian Flores had a thing or two in the bag for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes here. But at the end of the day, I think it's so early in the season here for the Vikings still. It's early October. I think Mahomes feasts on a young, inexperienced secondary, largely minus Harrison Smith, and uh, and potentially some some young linebackers as well. So I think this is a fun game, but I think the Chiefs go into U.S. Bank Stadium and win that one. Okay, uh, week six, first divisional game at the Chicago Bears, noon on Fox. This might be our first Kenny Albert game, gentlemen. Oh, Welcome to Soldier Field, where the Minnesota Vikings take on the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I'll be doing the Blackhawks game yeah, tonight because I call every I'm calling both sport. games at the same time. And then I'm going to the Bulls <laughs> game, and I'm going to call that. I don't even know for whom. Um, the Vikings win. In, in fact, I am I'm going to predict that. So the Bears are going to be improved, and the, the Vikings have struggled at Chicago in the past. But I feel like the Bears have been so bad of late that that has become much less of a storyline. Vikings win this game. Loss for me. Loss for me. Uh, I think you're going to go into Chicago. And even though it's October, it shouldn't be bad weather, uh, but certainly probably not great weather either. And Justin Fields and I think the Bears are improved enough here. It's a tough place to win, even though you've uh, played well there recently in the last few seasons. I have this as a loss. This is a road loss for me. So, yeah, it's tempting because these games at Chicago can be tricky here, but I think the Vikings' upgrade of speed on defense is going to help contain Justin Fields from going for like 120 yards on the ground. And I think Brian Flores mixing in a bunch of exotic blitzes, Harrison Smith doing Harrison Smith things. They're going to force a couple turnovers or just force like one of those 9-for-26 games from Justin Fields. So I think the Vikings' defense plays well here, and they win this game in Week 6. If the Vikings lose, it will be on one man and one man alone. Greg Joseph will miss at least two field goals. <laughs> I thought you were going Kirk there for a second. No, bad <laughs> no bad turf, park board turf, terrible, terrible turf, windy day. Yeah. Greg Joseph will take the L. All right, we get another primetime game here. Monday night football, week seven against the San Francisco 49ers. So back in the day, Brad Childress got psyched out, and a lot of guys did, coaches did, by Bill Belichick, right? It was Patriots week, and he would get weird. And and I'm going to say this. I think Kyle Shanahan goes in with, with an advantage against a lot of guys from this coaching tree, potentially, like O'Connell, who's still young. I think he's good. But um, I'm going to go with San Francisco winning this game. The Vikings lose, so... They are four and three on my chart. I have this as a Vikings win. I think they'll be able to beat the 49ers at home. And I don't know if this is Trey Lance or Sam Darnold. And the Niners have had a really good off, a good, a good roster, excuse me, for like the last five years. And everyone loves them. But you know what eventually happens in the NFL? Rosters erode. They've had the same guys forever. When are the San Francisco 49ers going to eventually hit the wall that's inevitably coming for them? And is it in 2023? And I kind of feel this one might be the year that they take a slight step back. And I think the Vikings are going to be the ones that win this game at home in primetime at U.S. Bank Stadium. I'm struggling with some opposing forces here. There's the primetime Kirk force that's that's like, okay, I don't know what's he going to do on Monday Night Football. But then there's the who's playing quarterback for the 49ers force. And then there's there's the 49ers defense. Yeah. Regardless of who the quarterback is, force. And so I guess 
all things added together, I think the Niners' defense is enough to fluster Kirk in a primetime spot. But this is the, this is one of the games I don't have a great feel for, but I'm going to say it's a loss for the Vikings for now. I'm going to uh, predict that in this three-game stretch that starts with, with Kansas City and ends with the Niners, I'm going to predict that two of the three games, this game and the Mahomes game, Brian Asamoah is exploited and struggles. Yeah. Still young. These quarterbacks are primed to like, like, I mean, they know exactly. I mean, Shanahan will know exactly how to pick on, on him. Yeah. I think that Brian Flores might struggle with his linebackers to win the matchups for sure against the Chiefs and perhaps against Shanahan and the 49ers. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Okay, let's go. Uh, it's a short week now, a Monday night turnaround to a noon game, week eight at the Green Bay Packers, October 29th. So it shouldn't be too bad at Lambeau Field. It won't be bad, but the scoreboard will not be favorable for the Purple. They will lose this game. I struggled to have them sweeping Green Bay, and it seems like, and of course this was the case with the late-season game, at Lambeau last year, it feels like the Vikings have started to struggle there, but like they did in Chicago, I'm going to go loss here. And so eight games in there, four and four. Dex? Win for me. Because you know what? I want the Packers to be terrible. Like I, I, and, and there's an a emotional, reason for them. emotional pick here. By this Dex. is an emotional pick. It really is. I want you to feel like what it's like to not know if you have a good quarterback. And you've only had a Hall of Fame quarterback since I've been born. So I just want you to be really, really bad. And I hope the Vikings go into Lambeau Field and just smoke the Packers. I usually I don't get this much irrational with as I've gotten older with, with these divisional and rivals and whatnot with the Packers and Bears. But I just want this one to happen. I would love the Vikings going to Lambeau Field and just kick the crap out of them. So it's a win. All right. I, I I'm with Judd. It's a again, it's more it's more about the way the schedule is laid out than anything or it's it's a loss. What did I say? It's a loss for the Vikings here. So it's it's a it's a short yep. week after a 49ers black and blue bruising battle. Yep. Take and the, the Packers roster, people are just ready to say, oh, we're going from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. Therefore, the Packers are going to go from formidable to complete garbage. I'm not ready to say that. Their roster is still good. Aaron Rodgers was not even that great last year. So it doesn't take a lot for Jordan Love. So it's more of a schedule loss for me, but it is a loss at Lambeau Field. Uh, and then the next week, they go back-to-back road games for the first time all year at Atlanta in Week 9, noon game on Fox. That's a Chris Myers special right there probably, huh? Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody, it's Chris Myers, and that's a big return. I think that this game is probably um, close. It's a trap game, but the Vikings win it. The Falcons, look, I, I think that they are – I don't know what they, they are exactly, but they don't scare you. They're coming off – I mean, that division – in 2022 was atrocious. So I'm going with the Vikings ending their two game losing streak and beating the Falcons in Mercedes Benz stadium. It's a win for me. Um, I don't think the Falcons are going to be anything special this year. They're building towards something else. I mean, is it Desmond Ritter? 
Like, is he yeah, still going right to be their quarterback by then? I don't even know. Uh, but I have this as one of their easier road wins uh, for me. This is a win for me. They're going streaking. They're six and three for me right yeah. now. Yeah, the Falcons are feistier than people think, but it's a win for me as well. Coming off of a couple tough games, so now we get to Week Ten back at home here against the New Orleans Saints, noon on Fox. Um, Derek Carr comes to town, and the Vikings win. So I now have them going from what was what a two-game losing streak to a two-game winning streak improving to six and four they beat the saints they're gonna stumble here i think Derek mm. carr and the saints wow. uh, like are Derek very carr. improved i do like Derek carr i like his leadership skills a lot more he's no he's not too. afc kirk anymore he's now nfc kirk they're in the same conference uh but i think this is a stumble this is classic minnesota too in, in my schedule how this is laying out hey you're, you've won three in a row you made some statements right against the packers and niners you're feeling really good about yourself and then at home, you just get slapped in the face a little bit. So this is a loss for me. All right. And so I have this as a win. I don't know that it's – the Saints are kind of tough to read. They're just – they're competitive, and Derek Carr is a competitive. But Derek Carr could also throw two or three interceptions and derail a game. But I think a nice, cozy home game here uh, uh, for the Vikings, and they get a win. So we're, we're through 10 weeks here. I have them at 6-4. and four. Yep. What do you guys have them? 6-4. Six 6-4. and, four. Six and four. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Very different routes to get yeah. there. Yeah. But we all have them six and four so far. Okay. Uh, now we go back to prime time here. The Vikings first Sunday night football game of the season. Now here's the guy, Russell Wilson at the Denver Broncos Sunday night football week 11. This is a loss. Uh, the, the Broncos, people are going to, to say, yeah, the Broncos suck. Wilson's cooked, blah, blah, blah. Sean Payton is a good coach. And shot. Look, I think Nathaniel Hackett was so far in over his head; it was remarkable. I think the Broncos bounce back. I think that the Broncos are going to be competitive, which, of course, a ton of people thought they'd be competitive in 2022. The Broncos win th- this game. I could even see this being a bit of a blowout, but Denver in Denver Sunday night. Here's a guy that surprised everybody. Sean Payton might be. Coach of the year. He's a candidate. Wow. He's really wow. Good. I'm not a big fan personally, but he's a good coach. It's all set up, right? Because coach of the year is all perception. Oh, God. If, if, he has a if good you season, take a team that's it. bad and they become good yeah. or a quarterback that's not good and like Brian Dable, did he win coach of the year? He was in the mix. Yeah. yeah. Same thing, right? Yeah, exactly right. All right, Dex. Lost for me, too. Um, you can't. Uh, I've actually had the Vikings playing pretty well on the road thus far, and you're going to stumble somewhere on the road. You're not really always going to be great on the road, so I think this one is a loss for me. It's a loss in Denver. Yeah, a lot of forces at play here. I know that I had I had them beating the Eagles in Week Two, but um, it's outdoors, it's altitude, it's prime time. The Broncos are going to be better. I agree with you guys. So I, as much as I'd love to try and go against the grain here, I do think this is a tough one, and the Vikings will lose. So. Uh, six and five, I guess, all of us. Okay, now back-to-back primetime games, home against the Bears on Monday Night Football, Week 12. This could get flexed out technically. This is the first week <laughs> they could flex it, but we'll see. So what do you think? So I, I think the, that uh, Kirk O'Chains gets picked three times against the Broncos, but in this game, Justin Fields gets picked three times, and the Vikings come back with a convincing punch to the Bears and win this game Cousins comes back and throws for three touchdowns. 
Yeah, it's it's a get right game after dropping back to back, at least in my mock. Uh, they should be able to take care of the Bears at home. You'll split it with Chicago, too, for me. So this is a win for me on Monday Night Football. I got the Vikings sweeping the Chicago Bears. I think the Bears are still a year away from they might even be be a quarterback away. I'm not sure about Justin Fields Ooh. yet, but I'm not like saying it. these are blowouts, but I do think the Vikings take care of the Bears twice. Okay, then a December 3rd bye week in week 13. And out of the bye, it's back-to-back road games for the second time this season, starting with at the Las Vegas Raiders, week 14, 3 o'clock kickoff on Fox. Tons of purple there, right? Tons of purple. Oh, yeah. I have a gambling, text already drink. going with friends asking, can we, can we go to this game? It's already it, been a thing. It's absolutely incredible. Unfortunately, Sin City takes its toll on the team. Whoa, and out of a Jimmy bye. Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders. This is where they stumble a bit. We got a little bit of a stumble. The Raiders. Oof, oof. I have this as a win, but I'm I'm want to lean towards Judd's logic here, even though it's out of a bye. I get it. Uh, Sin City, there's some distractions at play to a degree. Um, Jimmy G should make the Raiders, you know, a little feistier for sure. I have this as a, as a loss for, or, no, what did I have that? I'm sorry. You said win. I have a win. Yeah, I'm you sorry. Said I, looked win. The, I was looking at the next game. I but you agree with my, you're with like, your you logic. But a it, lot it's a win. A lot of this fun. is probably, this is probably the toughest one Business I have. So this is a toss up. What do you, what do you think they do? They, they fly in on like Saturday morning. You think they just go gamble all night and, and they, we're gonna like we're gonna already get drunk until five in the morning and then They'll play have a been there during the bye game. week. That's the problem. They come back a little bit groggy from the bye no. week. It's a late bye week. This is absurd. This is a decisive win for the Vikings coming oh. out of the bye. Self scouting week pays off here, and the Vikings handle the Raiders and uh, and maybe send a coaching staff packing here at some point. Josh McDaniels. So I think they can afford to send that eight and five back to back wins. Okay, Vikings haven't lost in three weeks because they have two wins and a bye. Not All right, now way. we go at the Cincinnati Bengals, the day and the time to be determined because they this is when you get Saturday games but and the network, but they play the Bengals in Week 15 on the road. Welcome back to quarterback reality of an all-star cast that basically came to a conclusion for, a, for an extended period with the Mahomes game. Well, it's back. Joe Burrow, cold weather, but Burrow, like if you, it's Burrow v. Cousins, sorry, Crusaders, I'm going to favor Joe Burrow, especially this time of year in his home stadium. Sorry, it's a loss. I have this a loss, too. I think he's the best quarterback not named Patrick Mahomes, and I think that gap also is shrinking a bit. Uh, I really like Joe Burrow. I like him a lot, and to Judd's point, face-to-face, December, elements against you. I like Joe Burrow and the Bengals here if this is a loss for the Vikings. Okay, yeah, I think it's a loss. Although the Vikings have have surprised a couple times, right? Going to Buffalo last year, come back from down 17. The Vikings can put up some fights on the road. But I think this Bengals team is one of the best in the NFL. Joe Burrow is at the peak of his powers. This is the time of year where they're going to be peaking, heading toward the playoffs, right? So this is a really tough game. I believe it is a loss for the Vikings. So all right, uh, record update here going into the final three games. What do you guys have? Seven and seven. Eight and six. Eight and six as well for old Macadac here. All right, the first of two games against the Lions in the final three weeks. Christmas Eve, home U.S. Bank Stadium, noon kickoff on Fox. Deck the halls and kick the Lions' ass. Vikings win. Print the shirts. Okay. I like that. Yeah, it's a win for me. I think, spoiler alert, I think they'll split with Detroit. They're pretty good. Um, 
So I, but I think whoever wins this one is going to be in better position, obviously, to win the North since uh, since you have one more meeting with them. But I think they win this one. This is they'll, they'll win this one at home. Okay, there's a method to to my madness here, but I think they lose this game. Okay, I think they lose the first game to the Lions. I think I I do Ooh. think the Lions are competitive. They're feisty. Um, I know that they haven't ever won the NFC North. The last time they won the division, it was the NFC Central. But the Lions are going to be smelling divisional blood here late in the season. They're going to be in the mix. And I think they surprised the Vikings a little bit on Christmas Eve. So I have it as a loss. Okay. And then we go to week 17, home against the Packers. At least for now, this game is scheduled for Sunday night. Jordan Love has thrown 47 interceptions. Can he avoid 50? Um, This is a split, and so the Vikings win this game. Uh, If this game is indeed played on New Year's Eve, prime time, hold on to your hat, boys. This is going to be one inebriated crowd. (laughs) This is going to be one rowdy crowd. I didn't even think of that. Oh, my God. Waiting all day for Sunday night. The cops are going to be surrounding the stadium, and if you drive, God help you if you drink and drive. This is a Vikings win. This is a Vikings win, though. I have it as a win, too, for the same reasons that I said earlier against the Packers. I think the Packers are going to be bad this year, so I have it as a win. Yeah, this is the revenge game. I think I, I gave them a schedule loss at Green Bay middle of the season after the, the short week against the Niners. The Vikings win their final home game here, send everyone down the street to whatever bar they want to celebrate the last hour and a half of of uh, the 2023 calendar year. And so going into the final week of the season, I have them nine house, and seven. The fans will come to the Mackey abode. You're right by there. It'd be perfect. Yes. Let's give everyone my exact address that night too. They can always <laughs> yeah. come over. Hey, it's coming. I do live in the neighborhood. Yeah. People. <laughs> you guys want to be on purple daily? It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I've got them nine and seven going into the final game. You guys, nine and seven? Ten and six. Ten and six, okay. Yeah, good shape. Pretty damn So good curious shape. to hear, Declan, on kind of where you think this game stands at Lions. The day and the time and the network are all TBD, but at Lions to finish the season. I have it as a win. Mm-hmm. So the Vikings finish the regular season with three straight wins, an NFC North crown. Wow. And at the very least, a three seed again in the NFC playoffs. Wow. At okay. The very least, a three seed in the NFC playoffs. So I have the Vikings finishing the regular season with three straight wins, including three straight against your divisional foes, putting uh, the Lions' potential playoff hopes to bed. They could still sneak in, obviously, as the wild card team, even if the Vikings win this game. So I have the Vikings going 11 and six. In Dude, there's a, there's a good chance if. So if you've got the Lions in the mix there, too, th- this could easily be a primetime game, right? This could be the oh, yeah. Sunday night game to wrap the oh, season. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Which would be a blast. Didn't, didn't Green Bay, Detroit, get yeah. uh, flexed into this exact mm-hmm. spot yep. last year when, when it was uh, A-Rodgers' last game? All right, mm-hmm. so here's, here's what I got going on here, okay? So part of what the Vikings story is going to be is the improbability of the comebacks of 2022 are going to dry up some just because it's not you're not going to have eight fourth quarter comebacks so this is going to be a a, a redo of the late regular season giants game greg joseph from 53 yards for the win at ford field hold hold on to your hats here here's the kick oh no it's end over end it's cut it's 
going towards the oh it goes wide wow what a buzzkill and the vikings lose this game and finish the season at nine and eight and do they make the playoffs so the lions would win the division in this scenario probably right um they might you know what they might not because i think the east is going to be pretty strong but they'd be a borderline playoff team depending on tiebreakers yeah okay so i had them remember losing just kind of just the, the taste in people's mouths on Christmas, if it plays out this way, back-to-back losses to the Bengals and the Lions. God, the Vikings controlled their own destiny, and then they lost those back-to-back games, and you wake up, and there's coal in your stocking on Christmas, and the Lions have the division lead. This game will still be for the division, okay. I believe, okay. because I think the Lions are going to be in that 9 or 10 win mix here. So depending on tiebreakers, I think this game could still be for the division. At the very least, it's for the Vikings to get into the playoffs. And I believe the Vikings dagger the Lions in the Motor City, and they win that game to get to 10-7 and and finish on a high note. Get the flag. Oh, yeah, sorry. I didn't have it out because yeah, I right. was thinking about my picks, and that's all I cared about. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, Purple Daily audience. I didn't Gosh. mean to. A crap on Phil's ten seven. So Declan is the most optimistic here, eleven and six. Judd nine and eight is the least optimistic, and then I'm in the middle at ten and seven. Mackie, you Homer have him starting three and zero. Oh. Listen, that's a it's a gauntlet schedule. Okay, weird things happen. It is a hard schedule. So ten and seven. It shakes out. I wouldn't say it's terrible, but it definitely is going to create some interesting sequences. Yeah, there's there's a chance they could be a better team than last year and wind up winning like three or four fewer games. Yeah, that they I wouldn't be surprised if in our scenarios here, all three of us, if they wind up with a better point differential than the 13 win team they had last year. Oh yeah, be shocking. I agree with that totally. So, all right, boys, there it is. We just picked the schedule. Let us know. We see a, a bunch of people putting. I think the most common, I think like nine, ten wins. I do see some six and elevens in here. Yeah, I'm getting picked. The Saint says around. five and twelve. Judd, stop being a negative they Nancy. I mean, I'm sorry. Okay, it's a tough schedule. They're eight and a half right now at Vegas. Actually, I, that was this morning too. I don't know if lines have now shifted now that the schedule is out. I don't know if yeah. that's a probably. I'm guessing it shifts to a degree. Uh, maybe like a half, a half win no. here and there. Right. I'm guessing it, the order of the teams probably doesn't move lines that much, but like it definitely it moved. It moved at least one game for me. That Packers game coming the short week road yep. game outdoors coming off a Niners In San Francisco. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So, all right, and we'll have more thoughts on the schedule tomorrow. We'll do some more. I think maybe tomorrow we devote some time to the quarterbacks that they wind up facing on this schedule because there are some Hall of Famers on this list, but there's also some really weird soft spots when it comes to quarterback. So we'll do that on tomorrow's show. Sam Thank Darnold, you guys for hanging out with us. Brock Purdy. Who do we get? Dude. I don't know, what Trey are Lance. Doing? What are they going to do? I don't know. They like is Trey Lance a Super Bowl team? Like is Trey Lance? I don't even hear him talked about. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan's greatest work will be getting MVP votes for Sam Darnold in 2023. Yeah, who knows? Not wrong. So thank you, everyone. If you're uh, still hanging out here, please click subscribe and the like button on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. It helps spread the word about the show. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating and a positive review helps us spread the word on that platform as well. So, yeah, keep the record predictions coming here. Hit us up, and then we'll be back tomorrow with some uh, some more scheduled discussion. And also over on uh, Mackie and Judd, Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd, we'll do another batch of feedback Friday tomorrow. So. 
See you guys.